We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The other bit of big news today, Ryan, and obviously not as good for Notre Dame, but expected, certainly expected. We, we, we've known this is going to happen, was the, the, the announcement that Joe Alt is going to leave for the National Football League and is going to opt out of the bowl game. And uh, both aspects were certainly expected. Uh, w- when Ryan departs, I'll talk about uh, some of the All-American stuff going on with Joe Alt and Xavier Watts, which is really cool. Uh, but Ryan, I want to first talk before we get into the Notre Dame impact, give you a chance to kind of talk about the NFL draft aspect. Obviously, Joe Walt's coming out and what I have read and I'll have you speak on is is considered a, a pretty good tackle class. Uh, yes, but he's a guy good. that's coming out after three years. This is not something that happens often at Notre Dame. Quentin Nelson stayed for four. Ronnie Stanley stayed for four. Mike McGlinchey stayed for five. Liam Eikenberg stayed for five. Robert Hainsey stayed for four. And uh, and also a guy that's opting out of a bowl game, something that we have not seen from past Notre Dame offensive linemen. But when you look at his NFL projection, Ryan, where does he kind of stack up right now amongst the offensive tackles in the draft class? Uh, where do you what, what range do you see him going? And, and just some early ideas on some early fits. Obviously, we don't know what the draft order is going to be fully yet, but you know some teams that are kind of battling for that top ten spot. What are yep. some potential landing spots that you could see uh, for Joe Walt in the upcoming NFL draft? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? 
you need indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, it, first and foremost, it's an excellent offensive tackle class. I mean, people are going to talk about Joe Walt. They're going to talk about Olu Fashanu as the top two tackles in whatever order you have them. But after that, you're still going to be talking about guys like J.C. Latham and and Amarius Mims, potentially out of Georgia, and Talese Fuwaga out of Oregon State. Like, it is a tremendous offensive tackle class. It really is. Despite that, I think Joe Walt has a great opportunity to be the first one off the board. Again, I think it's a two-horse race at the top. I truly believe that it's going to be a Joe Walt versus Olu Fashanu, and I think depending on what team you're talking about, they could prefer one to the other. I do not think that there's going to be a consensus offensive tackle one in this class. And I don't think that I think there's going to be a lot of teams that are even a little bit split at the top, but I do think Joe Walt has a great opportunity to potentially be the first one off the board, because when we're talking about the offensive tackle position and what Joe Walt brings to the game or brings to the table, there's just not many holes that you can poke in it at the top of the class. You talk about the physical part, right? Six, eight, 322 pounds guarantee. I don't have an arm length measurement on him, but just watching him, I guarantee it's very long. Like I would be shocked if it was sub 34, like it's 34 plus it has to be. He's got a good wingspan. He's a, also a former high school tight end. So obviously there is a athleticism to his game as well, which is very easy to see on film. So the physical all checks out. He's also had almost three full years of starting experience at the university of Notre Dame. And we talked about the lineage part, which I'll talk about again in a second. But another thing that people care about is where do these players come from from a program perspective that are typically good developers of a certain position? And Notre Dame is offensive line you. When you need a good offensive lineman, usually you can turn to the Irish, and usually they are putting out some really good ones. And, so, he's, and he spent a year under Harry Heastan, which is yep. – I mean, yes, they would have liked it if he spent more years under Harry Heastan, but he was an All-American under Harry Heastan, and that's where his he game was. really took off. So that's not – that's not yep. that's going to help his his how he's evaluated as well. So the 6'8", 322-pound long offensive tackle also has the Notre Dame and Harry Heastan stamp on him, which is going to help his projection as well. He also has – NFL bloodlines. Obviously, John Alt was a very, very good football player. Offensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs is literally in the ring of honor, was a multi-time pro bowler as well. So he's got the bloodlines. And then also he is to my, it, I, of my the research I've done. I believe Joe Alt is projected to be the youngest offensive tackle in the 2024 NFL draft as well. He's only 20 years old right now. He's still only 20 years old. So there's upside to him as well there's still development that could happen. I thought that was the best part of Joe Walt from 2022 to 2023 is he looks noticeably more filled out and bigger than what he was in 2022. He was still good sized. Obviously he was like 316 pounds, 315 pounds in 2022, but this year, 322 pounds just looks a little bit sturdier, a little bit stronger. So at the end of the day, what are the holes in his game? Because you would assume that a six foot eight guy might struggle to bend a little bit at the hips. That's not a struggle of Joe Walt. He is actually abnormal in that department. You don't usually see guys as tall as he is that can just seeming to bend at the hips and be comfortable mm -hmm. playing from a low stance. You just don't see it very often. 
So at the end of the day, I think he has a chance to be the first offensive tackle off the board because he just checks every single box. They're just, and he also, the biggest development in his game, he was a much better run blocker in 2023 compared go. to the 2022, in my opinion. So there just isn't much that you look at and say, don't love that about his game. Everything just kind of checks out. That was the one criticism people like Dane Brugler had and some other people had coming into this year where, like, I remember one point Dane had him, like, fourth at offensive tackle. I just thought it was kind of kind of nuts. Not but, I mean, I understood. <laughs> where, but what his, his big knock was he just doesn't dominate. Well, number one, I think that was misguided because I think Joe Walt is so smooth that it kind of masks how dominant he is because it just very Joe Thomas ish. Yeah, just very yeah. just kind of like smooth and easy. And it just it just yeah. looks easy to him. But this season, but I think people forgot to he was a true sophomore in yes. 2022, right? Like a yep. true sophomore. And then you come out this season and obviously he's a true junior and still young. Like you mentioned, Ron, he's so he's only 20 years old right yes. now. And he's, and he's so young. he's super young. Him and yes. Sean were both still only 20 years old. So and he yeah. looks like it. I told you about yeah. my wife ran into him this summer at Mission Barbecue, and she's like, I see this. He like walks up next to me, and she's like, I kind of do one of these like to get all the way to the top. And she goes, Then I look up, I mean, he looks like a little kid in the face, yes. you know, because I mean? he's this mountain of a man, but he just because he's very young. And so there's a lot more projection there. But when you break down the film, I I kind of felt like late last year he started really being a more dominant player, and I thought the film showed that. But this year there was a lot more just physical dominance yes. from Joe Alt. So that literally removed the only criticism that was even remotely remotely valid uh, yeah. from about Joe Alt. And and like you said, there's just there's no injury history. There's yeah. no. I mean, there's just he was a tight end in high school. I mean, not just a tight end like a six blocker. He caught passes. He caught like the ball, 15, yeah. <laughs> 20 passes. You know what I mean? Yes. So there's just, there's like you said, there's no, nothing a lot to like. And I think the thing about you talked about, though, he is 6'8", and he plays like he's 6'8", as far as a length standpoint, but he doesn't yep. play like he's 6'8", when it comes to pad level. And I think that is yeah. very rare for guys. like, And that's going to be he, my biggest issue. I'll be talking about that when I get into the Tosh Baker conversation. Ryan is sometimes Tosh yeah. can bend, but there's too many times where Tosh just plays like he's 6'8". And let guys man. get up underneath him. You never see that from Joe Walt. Like not, yeah. you'd think you'd see it a couple times, right? But you, I don't know. I can't right. think of a single snap where I actually saw that, except the one time that guy got into his pads against Duke because he got tripped or Louisville because yes. he got tripped by Pat Coogan. That allowed that DN to get into his chest. That's the only time I ever remember anybody doing that to Joe Walt in three years. This episode of the Irish Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's the holiday season, which means it's a time for giving. Giving to our community is important. There's always joy in giving to our friends and family. We also need to ensure that we are properly focused on giving to ourselves and making sure we're taking steps to give ourselves the tools we need to get through the tough times. The holidays are a perfect time for that. It's important to learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. There are ways to make sure you have the tools to be the best version of yourself. And that's not something that's only for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P dot com slash Irish.
he he is a technically savvy football player. Obviously, he understands how to use his hands. He understands how to use his length to his advantage. But uh, Brian, that, that's like one of the biggest things that I wanted to highlight is the bend because usually taller guys do struggle with that. Like Tosh Baker is not alone in that conversation. Like yeah, most tall correct. offensive tackles struggle to play with leverage consistently. They struggle with it. Joe Alt is not. He is very good at it. And as for as for like where he fits, I would be shocked as of right now if he gets out of the first seven picks in the 2024 NFL draft. I would be shocked. I think it's more likely he's a top five pick than he's a number 10 overall pick, for instance, right? Like he is that type of dude, in my opinion. And there are plenty of teams in the top 10 that could still use offensive tackles because the offensive tackle play in the NFL right now is terrible. It's not good. It's across the board for the most part. There's very few dominant offensive lines in the NFL. So you could talk about the New York Jets. You could talk about the New England Patriots for sure could use an offensive tackle. The Chicago Bears even potentially could use an offensive tackle to maybe replace Braxton Jones and maybe move him to a different spot at left tackle to hopefully get your bookends for the foreseeable future. There's a lot of offensive tackle potential in the top 10 because teams always need it. And I want to reiterate it one more time before we get out of here. One more time. There's just not many holes here. Every single year, there's like two or three football players in each draft class where you're just like, it's just such an easy evaluation. You don't need to be good at this in order to watch Joel play and be like, yeah, he's very good. Like, what do you want me to say about it? He's very good. Every year, there's a couple slam dunks, and I think that he is one of the slam dunks. If Joel is not a plus starting offensive tackle at the least on the next level, I would be very surprised. If he is not a pro bowler, I would also be very surprised. It's just a very clean projection. And Notre Dame has, once again, I think is going to be putting out an excellent offensive tackle into the NFL. Is it going to basically come down to Ryan, who just who's making the decision and some yeah. team falling in love with a certain player over him or him over someone else? Is that between him and Fashan? I mean, are they considered yeah. kind of what the top two? Are those guys considered oh, it, top two? I, I, I would say that they're the top two right now. And then there's a little bit of a a little bit of a tear break. And then you're getting into, again, the Talese Fuagas, the JC Lathams, like those types of players who are actually JC. I thought had a great year compared to what he did as a, in 2022. I thought he was very much improved, but yeah, those are the top two. It's going to come down to, for me, is that they're both young players. They both still have upside. Fashanu, I would say is a little bit more explosive than alt, just kind of just out of his stance. Like he is a very explosive football player and he's also got great foot quickness and power. So there's a lot to like there. I do think Joe Walt's a more complete football player than Olu Fashanu, but I think there are some teams that will look at Olu and be like, if we get the most out of him, he could be better than Joe Walt. But then right. there's going to be other teams that are like, you know what? Joe Walt's upside is also very high and his floor is significantly higher than Olu right. Fashanu. So it, it's it's going to be your flavor, man. Like what flavor of ice cream do you like? It could be Joe Walt. It could be Olu Fashanu. I don't think there's necessarily a wrong answer, but for me personally, Joe Walt is the best offensive tackle in the 2024 class based on 2023 film. Well, Fashano's a year older, right? Obviously, that, that's something to consider as well. But here's another little statistic for you. If you look at pro football focus, the last two years, uh, Olu Fashano allowed 17 pressures. Joe Walt allowed 13, only five this year. He gave up one sack, which uh, I believe Dwayne Carter had that against, correct? Or, or I mean, excuse me, uh, RJ Oban had that, or did Dwayne Carter have that? I think RJ I, had that, right? I think RJ Oban had it. Yep, I think RJ had it. Um, so that's kind of interesting. The only sack that he's given up the last two years. But he did that on almost 100 more pass snaps than did yes. Olufashanu. Joe yep. Walt had, so Joe Walt, 13 pressures allowed. Fashanu, 17 pressures allowed. 
Fashan, who played 681 pass snaps, according to Pro Football Focus, the last two years. Joe Walt played 772 the last two years. So, um, you know, tech heck of a player. I mean, just a tremendous career at Notre Dame. And, yes, I would have liked to see him for one more time, uh, playing one more game. But, you know, it, it is what it is. But, uh, as you said, Ryan, it's going to be a, a big-time pick. I, I just have to think, if you're a team like the Chicago Bears and you've got two first-round picks, I just don't know how you leave this draft with, with without not – I mean, you could potentially land your bookend offensive tackles for the next 10 years if you think the right kid's going to be better. Because I – I read he he had a so far as a rookie hasn't had a great year, um, okay. but yeah, but your okay. point I, I think I remember you saying on draft day that he was a guy that was going to need time. He you know he he was a guy mm-hmm. that was a little bit raw. It was going to need some time to develop. But you yeah. can end up getting your bookend tight ends with the kid you drafted last year plus Joe Alt or Fashano. I mean you, you know I know Sean Davis has been banging his drum like no don't draft <laughs> another quarterback. Get two impact players at other positions and you know whatever we'll see how it goes. It's gonna yep. it's gonna be fun to see where where Joe Walt goes, but we will see Notre Dame's first round NFL draft streak at left tackle is going to get re-implemented now. It's gonna be he started, is gonna yep. you know barring something devastating, he will be what the fourth first round draft pick in the last ten years, right? Or t- eleven draft. So going back to twenty fourteen draft class from Zach Martin, Zach yep. Martin, Ronnie Stanley, and Mike McGlinchey. Liam Eikenberg was early second, second and then now Mike yeah. McGlinchey is going to be back in, in there. So Notre Dame's last five offensive starting offensive tackles will have either been a first-round pick, four of them, or an early second-round pick, which is what Liam Eikenberg was. It's pretty good, Certainly man. quite a tradition. It's certainly quite yes. a tradition. So and Ryan, and if you talk... want to push back the start of Zach Martin's career, you could say since 2010 they've had right. that streak. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was simply looking at draft classes, but you are yeah. correct because Zach yeah. was a starter. So since 2010 yeah. – to your yep. point, all, they're all their offensive tackles that that started the majority of the the games have either been a first or second round draft pick. That's a Wild. pretty good streak, Wild. and I, and that kind of thing factors into why you get Gearby Lambert. You know, it, I mean, it's just it's, you know why you're able to get Charles Jagasaw, guys like that because yep. they see that and they're like, hey, if I go to another name, I got a so big chance. And three big, yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. exactly, exactly. Ryan, I'm going to continue this conversation and kind of talk about the impact for Notre Dame, but appreciate you staying on and, and talking a little Absolutely. bit about the NFL draft aspects for Joe Walt. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me, and I will be back again very soon, folks. See y'all. Tomorrow. I have plenty to talk about tomorrow.
you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.